I am back. Rodrance for Black and White Network. If you're new to this channel, make sure you hit subscribe, like, comment. Everybody watching on Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, we appreciate you guys watching. Uh, so we're going to talk about Jason Aldean. As we know, there is still a lot of fallout going down involving his now number one hit song, Try That in a Small Town. Of course, it is a song about how people come together in small towns when they face adversity, how we all have each other's back. I've been vocal about the fact that I am in rural East Texas, and there is so much about this song that somebody like myself can relate to. Well, as you can expect in standard operating procedure, the ladies, the lunatic ladies of The View have come out and they have attacked Jason Aldean over the song. We got a couple of clips I will play. I got uh, Whoopi Goldberg not making a lot of sense to me at all, talking about how people in big cities, well, they take care of each other. Really? Is that what's going on in St. Louis, Baltimore, Chicago, L.A., and San Francisco? Because from where I stand, the people in those towns, a lot of those people, especially, unfortunately, in black urban communities, are literally shooting and killing each other continuously. And then you think this song is about black people because it features riots from Black Lives Matter. Really? A Marxist anti-American movement? I've got no issues with that. I don't. That organization and that movement has been exposed as a farce. It is a hoax at this point. All right, we found out. They pocketed a lot of money, a lot of it. Nobody knows exactly what happened. Patrice Cullors, their co-founder, the Marxist lesbian, left because she didn't want to have to answer questions about where the money went to. So I'm supposed to feel bad that Jason Aldean put those violent riots into his song? No, that's not something you're going to find with me. Also, we've got the great President Trump defending Jason Aldean, and we have Ron DeSantis coming out and also hammering the uh, lunatic left reaction over this now hit song. I mean, we talked about Spotify streams, 3 million YouTube video views. It had it had 3 million video views like well over 24 hours ago. Uh, so it's a bona fide hit whether any of these lunatic leftists want to realize it and or or not. And it also makes me realize, you know, we knew this country was divided and divisive. Look, if you can't see a video like this and accurately determine that this is not a racist video or construe it that way, then, then, you know, it's going to be hard for us to ever come together, honestly. Uh, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear your views, and I'm going to be like, okay, what we have here is a breakdown of common sense. Truly. You don't have any, and I do. So that's going to be a problem, right? Because we're always going to defer to the side of common sense. This is TrendingPoliticsNews.com. This is actually a pretty good little website I found. Uh, in Thursday's segment on The View, the female co-host took turns verbally attacking 
country singer Jason Aldean for his latest song and accompanying music video. Uh, it, it says not in a small town, but it's try that in a small town. Critics include, and I think that's what Whoopi Gober called it, not in a small town. Uh, critics include the ladies of The View have accused Aldean of incorporating racist elements in the lyrics and visuals of the song. In the heated discussion, Aldean was referred to as, quote, disconnected, and his song was dubbed divisive and provocative. What's wrong with something being provocative? I mean, we got, we got alphabet mafia stuff showing up in schools all over the country, and you're calling this song provocative? Get the hell out of here with that hypocritical bullshit. While the ladies of The View were quick to label the song as racist because they are trying to keep the now, <laughs> now on life support racism alive and well, they seem to dismiss the context of the song, Aldine's defense, lies in the use of, quote, real news footage in the video, illustrating the hit song reflects genuine sentiments and real-life scenarios. He presents an honest portrayal of small-town America from his perspective, a perspective that might not resonate with everyone, but nonetheless is valid. And this is Sonny Hostin. Let's just listen to her. And unfortunately, this became the number one song on U.S. iTunes. We have a problem in this country about race, and the biggest problem is we refuse to admit that it exists. Well, don't you think well, that a lot, the of the, a lot of this that's big city, it, small yeah. town businesses racist is about race? The cities have yes, more black people it. than the small well, towns. Of course and, okay, so that was her clip. She was losing it. Um, She's always saying something that doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's like she literally gets paid to just uh, spew venom out that has is totally nonsensical, in most cases inaccurate. She was talking about making, making Georgia being one of the most r racist places in America. It's 54% it's black there. Just throwing that out, 39% white. So it's got a, uh, a, a healthy majority black population. Kind of absurd. Let's get to Whoopi. Because, of course, Whoopi's triggered. There are lyrics in the song, and I think, you know, he talks about life in a small town, and it's different, you know, and he shows these images. He's got uh, folks uh, from the Black Lives Matter movement, and... He's talking about people taking care of each other. And I find it so interesting that it never occurred to Jason or the writers that that's what these folks were doing. They were Okay, so she's claiming that's what these people were doing. Really? Is that image, does that feel like people that are trying to take care of each other? Or is that a bunch of domestic terrorists that are burning down their own community. Is that... I, I need some explanation there because it looks like people decided to use a certain event as a trigger to go out and cause destruction. And I find it so interesting that it never occurred to Jason or the writers that that's what these folks were doing. They were taking care of the people in their town. I don't... 
I cannot fathom that Whoopi Goldberg truly believes that causing all these all this violence in the streets is truly people doing anything even productive in any way. What is your contribution to quote unquote the Black Lives Matter movement? What's your contribution if your contribution is burning down black communities? I would love to understand that and I would love to know. Because from where I sit, you know, one one issue or one one event does not give you an excuse to go out and break the law. Because they didn't like what they saw. Just like you talk about people taking care of each other in small towns. We do the same thing in big towns. No, you don't. You draw guns and you shoot each other and you kill each other and you rob each other. You, you've turned away religion and Christianity. I mean, it's a nonstop. Every week, I, I, I do a series about Chicago. Me or John, one of the two, cover the weekend violence. I mean, you know, it's 100 people a month getting shot. And, you're, and, and, and Whoopi and Sonny Hostin and all these people go on talk about mass shootings. Motherfuckers, it's a mass shooting in, in urban communities continuously. Black Lives Matter, really? Where is Black Lives Matter on a Monday morning in Chicago? Nowhere to be seen. Oh, but we're going to show up over the false narrative that is police brutality on blacks because actually the statistics don't bear it out in almost every case that that actually happens, that there's actual actual resistance from a cop onto a black person or a white person, by the way. In almost every instance, there is a non-compliance and non-listening scenario. I don't want to hear that there's not, because my wife loves cops. My, my wife loves live PD. That's her jams. That's her favorite show, so... She watches that a lot. And, of course, by default, I'd listen in on it, too. And there is something wrong. I'm going to keep it real. There is something wrong in a lot of urban communities with simply wanting to explain yourself to a cop. The guys don't want to do it. They don't want to comply. They don't want to listen. And it escalates. And guess who escalates it? The criminal. Not the cop. The criminal. It's simple. It becomes simple following of instructions at that point. And there's a refusal to do it, and the situation escalates. I see it all the time. You just have to realize that when you make it about Black Lives Matter, people kind of say, well, are you, are you talking about black people? What are you talking about here? If we're talking about Americans taking care of each other, then it shouldn't be about Black Lives Matter. You should be able to show all the different things that have gone on in our country where people stood up and said no more. We do the same thing that small towns do. That's my two cents to that. No, you don't. And, 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 and I've got to know, you've got to know that you surely understand and realize that when you go out there and you say that, you're telling a blatant lie that they're taking care of each other's in, in big cities. No, they're really not. They're really not. Or there would be a massive movement by the left to stop crime in urban communities. 
but that's not happening. And what that does is it also renders the argument mute at that point. Because it means you're hypocritical. It means you won't be objective. And you're just making up your own bullshit narratives. I mean, there you go right there. Candace Owens, an advertisement, the greatest lie ever told, Black Lives Matter. Watch it if you haven't seen it. Republican presidential candidates Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump defended country music star Jason Aldean on Wednesday amid backlash against his latest song. The 46-year-old singer Try That in a Small Town song hit the airways in May, but the video didn't come out till July 14th. And, of course, it's grabbed the headlines, being claimed that it's racist and pro-lynching. Following the backlash, CMT, a bunch of woke punks, pulled the music video. By the way, as crazy as hell as Joey Behar and Sonny Hostin are, I do have to recognize that they did come out and acknowledge CMT should not have pulled the video, and they said neither one of them believe in censorship of Jason Aldean's song. It was, that was about the most lucid portion of a take I've ever heard from either one of those idiots. But, hey, uh, credit where credit is due, nutbags. Al Dean was hit back against criticism, hit back against criticism, calling it meritless and dangerous. So, Ron DeSantis, the great Florida governor, has come out and said this. When the media attacks you... You're doing something right at Jason Aldean has nothing to apologize for. Absolutely. That's what the media does. The media is divisive. The media stokes the fire. And the media is really and truly ultimately responsible for most of the problems we've got in this country right now. Because they're going on TV and they're lying to people about things. Plain and simple. And then censoring people like RFK or Donald J. Trump the great president of the United States. Donald Trump, come back, and he said the following, Jason Aldean is a fantastic guy who just came out with a great new song. Support Jason all the way. Make America great again. It goes on about the fact that it knocked out uh, Morgan Wallen's last night and Luke Combs' remake of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, which I did a video on. And that video is getting blowback because Tracy Chapman is black and she is queer slash lesbian. And that's not okay that he covered the song, even though she loves the fact that he covered the song. The media told you, oh no, uh -uh -uh, you're supposed to be outraged. You're supposed to be piss hot mad about Fast Car being covered. It's a great song, by the way. It was a great song when Tracy did it, by the way. So that's neither here nor there, but you get the point. Uh, so it's great to see President Trump, who I believe will be the future president of the United States, provided there's no shenanigans. And what would have been a great president, I would have thought, in 2028, Ron DeSantis coming out and also having Jason's back. Um, I don't know where he stands now. I don't. He's run the most benign limp dick campaign I can I've never seen a downfall of a politician that potentially had it all in just a matter of you know 
of, of two months. He, he could have just waited, and he would have sauntered right into the presidency in 2028. You take on Trump, that's a bad idea. I'm just saying. It is. And then to come out and not want to be the vice president on top of it, not a good look. But I will give Ron credit. When he still does something that I like and I appreciate, I'm going to acknowledge Ron DeSantis. I will. Uh, so, that being said, Trump 2024. It's good to at least see these two guys come out and publicly have Jason Aldean's back. Now, Jason Aldean and his wife, Brittany, they're close to Trump. They go to, down to Mar-a-Lago. You know, they see Trump. And, uh, of course, that adds to the, the media's fuel to the fire, their outrage, something else to be upset about. Oh, my God. Ah, We know how this goes. Tell me what you think, Black and White Network supporters. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.